Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who were contributing to the treasury. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, it happened last Saturday as I was driving to Startville for the football game. And that is going to be the only mention of football we will have today. Someone came on the radio and wished me a Merry Christmas. And keep in mind that this was only a few days removed from Halloween. In fact, if it worked for Halloween, I think the Christmas season would probably kick off maybe somewhere in mid-August. So, with that being said, I want a show of hands, and keep in mind you're in church, don't lie, who has been listening to Christmas music? Yeah, a couple, I see a couple of hands in the back, there's always at least one. How about putting up Christmas decorations? Has anyone done that yet? Yeah, a couple more hands. Yep, again, there's always one. The other day, I was going to Home Depot for some innocuous reason. I think it was to get some paintbrushes or something like that. And as I walked into the store, there it was to my left. Christmas with all the lights and decorations, and the ornaments, and the trees, all lit up. And I got a buggy, and it just sort of happened to navigate its way over to the Christmas section. And though I didn't buy anything, of course, I really enjoyed just walking up and down the aisles and looking at all the pretty bows and ornaments and the trees lit up. I read on Marshall Ramsey's blog, it was either this past week or the week before, I can't remember. I read on his blog that he is usually one of those types that preaches against or, or protests against Christmas coming too early. He said he doesn't listen to any Christmas music, doesn't even like to look at Christmas decorations until at least after Thanksgiving. But he said that while he was running the other day, and while he runs, he listens to music. He said that a Christmas song came on. And instead of skipping ahead, he let it play. 
He let it play. He said that he is looking forward to Christmas this year, even if it does come a little early. He said our society is so divided politically and otherwise, and there is so much gun violence and so much bloodshed, there's so much fear of the other that he said he's looking forward to Christmas this year. He's looking forward to a time of a little bit more love, perhaps a little bit more understanding, a little bit more joy, and of course, a little bit more giving. So if you have been listening to Christmas music or you have been putting up those decorations, that's okay. Our world needs that. We all need that. However, before we can get to the holiday season, we have to give this season its fair due. The season in which we find ourselves right now. Before we can get to that season of giving, which is drawing closer and closer day by day, we have to give this season of giving in which we find ourselves its fair shake. The season of stewardship. That season that falls this time each year in the church. That season in which we give thanks to God for the many blessings He has so richly bestowed upon us. And we wonder and we ponder how we might take those blessings given by God to us and use them. Turn around and use them for this place. And it's not just about financial blessings, financial resources. It's also about our time. How we can better live into the life of this community Perhaps you've been thinking about joining the altar guild or the flower guild, or maybe you felt a tug to join the 930 Bible study on Wednesday mornings each week or the men's group on Friday mornings. Perhaps you've been thinking about coming to the chapel grill and hanging out on that second Monday each month. It's not just about our financial means. It's also about our time and how we can better serve, and better live into this vibrant, ever-growing community here at the Chapel of the Cross. And so there is no better gospel lesson to set us up for stewardship than our gospel lesson today about the widow and her two coins, or as the King James Version puts it, the widow and her two mites. Jesus is sitting opposite the treasury in the temple, and he's sort of people watching. He is sitting there and he is watching these rich people come into the temple and put their money into the treasury. And so when you put your money into the treasury, what it was was a trumpet-shaped receptacle. So you bring your coins and you would throw them into that trumpet-shaped receptacle that was made of metal. And so also those coins, being copper, they would make a sound when they were cast into the treasury so that one could sit there and listen and determine perhaps how much someone was giving to the treasury by that sound from when the coins hit that trumpet-shaped receptacle. 
made of metal. And so that's what Jesus is doing. He's watching these rich people come in and, and cast their, their coins into the treasury. And then a widow comes in. A poor, lowly widow. And widows in Jesus' society had no rights of inheritance. They were on the fringes of society. They were on the outskirts of society. They had no rights, no privileges, nothing to their name. In fact, if, if a widow's husband died, she had to depend upon her children or upon charity just to get by. So in comes this poor widow, and she casts her coins, her two coins, into the treasury. And Jesus hears that sound. And so he gathers his disciples around, and he says, here it is right here. This poor, lowly widow has given much more than all of these rich people combined, because she gave of what she had. These rich people, they gave of what was left over. They gave of their surplus. But this woman, this poor widow, she has given out of what she had left. What she had left to live on. So what, are we, what can we learn from this widow today? I think it's about the importance of giving, yes, but it's also the devotion to giving. The devotion to giving to God's purposes. Especially here in your church home at the Chapel of the Cross. This poor widow was devoted to God's purposes by giving to the temple. This woman was devoted to giving to God. And we know that because she gave of what she had left to live on which wasn't that much. That devotion to giving to God's purposes, that devotion to giving to the Lord's work, that is what we can learn from this poor, lowly widow. One of the joys of this vocation, one of the joys of being a priest, is going and taking communion to those who are sick in the hospital or are homebound. Last year, I visited a parishioner here. He had been having heart trouble and was unable to make it to church. So I took communion to him and had a lovely visit with him in his home. And we shared the Eucharist together. And as I was walking out of the door, he said, I want you to take that check lying on the table. That is my pledge. And I give it on the first Sunday of each month, which I thought was pretty old school, that he actually had a certain Sunday that he gave each month. I thought that was pretty cool. He said, I cannot make it to church this Sunday, but I still want to be able to have my pledge in the offering plate. So that's what I did. That devotion to giving, that devotion to God's purposes, even though this person was very ill, that devotion was still there. And another story, of course, we all know Ella Weston, God rest her sweet soul. Well, this past year before she died, I've been taking communion to her each week as well. And I was going to visit her in the hospital. She called the church and she said, bring me a pledge card. I want to fill one out. 
So I, I did. When I brought communion to her, I brought a pledge card with me. And Ella, sweet, sweet Ella, before she died, pledged to the chapel of the cross. That devotion to giving, again, that devotion to God's purposes, even though these two people that I have just spoken of were, were sick, and all they really needed to do was think about themselves, but they didn't. They're devoted to God's purposes, to God's work here at the chapel of the cross. My grandfather was a Disciples of Christ pastor in Meridian, Mississippi. And during stewardship, he would always say, we give to the Lord. The Lord has so richly given to us. We take care of the Lord's work because the Lord is taking care of us. Think about those blessings that God has given you. Think about those times of joy, of sorrow, of tears, of laughter. Think about those times when you had trouble finding your way, when you felt alone in the wilderness. Think about God's blessings and God's presence that was still with you. Think about the ways in which God has taken care of you through many times in your life. That is why we give. That is why it is important to give. Giving to this place, to God's purposes here at the Chapel of the Cross, is important. This community is important. And you are important to this community. Amen.